Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, November 20th. I'm Sarah Reith. PG&E released an initial plan to surrender the Potter Valley Project on Friday morning. There weren't a lot of surprises in the 94-page document, which did include a proposal to continue diverting water from the Eel River into the Russian River. In August, a group of Russian River water users and the Round Valley Indian tribes asked PG&E to consider presenting the plan to FERC, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. FERC will rule on the final decommissioning strategy after it's submitted in 2025. The draft documents that were released Friday did not go to FERC, but are available for public review and comment until December 22nd. PG&E will submit the next draft to FERC in May of next year. That gives the proponents of the continued diversion plan a tight timeline to round out their proposal. Without Cape Horn Dam, which impounds the Van Arsdale Reservoir in Potter Valley, water could only be diverted during the rainy season. The two alternatives in the proposal are a 700 to 800 foot channel built of boulders or a mechanical pumping method. There's still much to be learned about which approach would best serve the dual purposes of fish passage and water supply, how much they would cost, and how much water can legally be diverted. PG&E has three water rights for diversions at the project and two pre-1914 water rights, including one to directly divert 340 cubic feet per second from the Eel River. The proponents of continuing some form of diversion will have to form a regional entity with the legal and financial capacity to be responsible for ownership, construction, and operation of the facility by the end of next month. The original proponents, which are Sonoma Water, the Inland Mendocino County Water and Power Commission, and the Round Valley Indian Tribes, have been joined by California Fish and Wildlife, Humboldt County, and the conservation organizations California Trout and Trout Unlimited. Brian Johnson, the California Director for Trout Unlimited, noted that the proposal includes a commitment from all parties that the new diversion will not delay dam removal. In a statement, he said it represents a viable framework for a two-basin solution, and we're committed to working with our partners to develop it further. Congressman Jared Huffman weighed in with his support, saying that PG&E's draft surrender application is a major step forward to achieving the two-basin solution I've advocated for years. But a joint statement from Friends of the Eel River and the Pacific Coast Federation of Fishermen's Associations was skeptical, saying that Sonoma's plan leaves some of the most difficult questions unanswered such as who will pay how much for diverted Eel River water. Janet Polly, chair of the Inland Mendocino County Water and Power Commission, one of the original proponents of the diversion, says the money will come from water sales and, she hopes, state and federal grants. Owning, operating, and funding the maintenance and, and the actual functioning of the new diversion works is going to be what regionally people that are dependent on this water supply are going to need to fund on an ongoing basis. We have yet to understand what kinds of costs we may incur. She added that consultants are studying water storage options for the new seasonal diversion. Looking at uh, potential storage sites for water for a a lake uh, or reservoir in Potter Valley, north end of Potter Valley, looking at our analyzing our groundwater storage potential. And again, we also, and we've been talking about this for a very long time, the potential to raise Coyote Valley Dam and increase that reservoir storage. Polly said she's really pleased that PG&E included the group's proposal in its initial draft, though she freely acknowledged that a tremendous amount of work remains to be done if proponents of the diversion want their plan to be considered by regulators. Alicia Heyman, executive director of Friends of the Eel River, is also in an optimistic mood, if for a different reason. 
things are looking just really, really hopeful for the Eel River right now. Some people worked for like their entire careers to get the Klamath dams removed and it's going to happen so fast on the eel, uh, it'll feel like a blink of an eye compared to the Klamath. So do you feel like this is a win or are you still kind of apprehensive and waiting to see what FERC says about this? You know, I, I think this is mostly a win. FERC generally tends to um, do what utility companies ask for. And, you know, I, I say that with some skepticism because people often refer to FERC as a black box. You know, you don't really know what's going on in there and what what happens to generate the decisions and orders that they come out with. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that this is a win for the Eel River and it's a potential win for the Russian River too. We just need to see that, that water users can get their plan together in the very short amount of time that we have. The draft surrender plan also features a third option, which is capping or filling key components of the infrastructure that make the diversion possible. That includes tunnels, shafts, penstocks, and vents. If one of the alternatives in the proponent's proposal is not implemented, the other equipment around the diversion will be removed, along with both dams. One sticking point that hasn't yet become a focus is what to do about the estimated 15 feet of sediment that's accumulated in Lake Pillsbury. PG&E's draft plan says that Scott Dam, which impounds the lake, will be removed before Cape Horn Dam. That process will take either two years for a rapid removal or three years for a phased approach. Approximately 12 million cubic yards of sediment will be flushed down the river, either in one fell swoop or in increments during the rainy season. More sediment will be scooped out of the lake and placed on adjacent PG&E land for future disposal. Those methods are not outlined in the draft plan. The deadline to submit comments to PG&E on the initial draft surrender application is December 22nd. You can email your comments to Tony Digliotti, the Senior Licensing Project Manager, at pvsurrender at pge.com. We'll have links to that and more documents on our website. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reith. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.